Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome nature mystic, cosmic connector, uh, Marco Fraser's here. We're going to talk about empowering your luminous light. Are you eclipsing your own light? Well, that's our focus for today. Uh, like the eclipse that creates a shadow over the sun and the moon, your inner saboteur shadow aspects can have you consciously or unconsciously playing out unhealthy patterns over and over again. And it's not unusual to have shadow aspects that are fearful of you embodying, uh, fully embodying and radiating your light. So we're going to explore this today and we're going to take live callers later Um so press star 2 on your phone to raise your hand uh, if you've called in by phone, or you can ask your question online in our webcast. And here is the question to ask Margot. Uh, what sabotaging shadow aspect is most eclipsing my ability to shine my light? So um, we'll do that later. So I want to welcome all of you home, luminous light leaders, new earth paradise partners, cosmic creators. Welcome to this next opening uh, and expansion of your consciousness. Know that this is a harmonious haven, a sacred space, and a soulful sanctuary to see your sacredness and feel empowered. This is a unity community designed to liberate you and illuminate your potential. And I'm dedicated and devoted to walking hand in hand and heart to heart with all of you as we soar into our highest potentials together. Um, if you haven't done so already, we would love for you to subscribe to the show to get all the info. Um, it is a free platform. You can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Audible, and Stitcher. And we would love to see you in our Facebook group. Just enter in Straight Talk for the Soul or on Instagram and just enter in Carrie Murphy for that. And uh, you can write in in our webcast if you've joined us that way. We would love to hear from you, uh, and I'll be checking in just so you know. Um, and I want to invite all of you to slow down, uh, envision joining hands and hearts with every beautiful soul in this sacred circle. Envision this, feel this. Set the intention to radiate waves of love and kindness and compassion into each and every heart. And then let's do that for to every soul on the planet and just radiate those waves of love and feel those waves of love uniting us all and blessing us all. Um, it's really important. To, this is a gift, a unity community when we come together. So let's embrace that power of this unity community to bless all members here and all beings on the planet. Uh, so thank you for participating in that. And now let me tell you about my beautiful co-creative partner for today. Many of you know her. Uh, Margot is a nature mystic. She's a cosmic connector who is able to weave high vibrational light messages into your being. She helps you unmask and release the energetic wounds, triggers, sabotaging beliefs, conscious or unconscious, that can have you running ragged, feeling off track, depleted, or even confused about your purpose. She channels the celestial healing and revitalizing nature energies and essences in collaboration 
collaboration with divine beings. Uh, she's a certified intuitive strategist and master teacher with Academy for the Soul. She's also a certified human design professional, helping people embody uh, the magic of their unique nature. Today, this is going to be a really fascinating and interesting show, as it always is, with Margot. We're talking about transmuting, sabotaging shadows, because you may not know it, but you may be eclipsing your own light. Um, and so we're going to talk about this, how it happens, you know, through distraction, um, procrastination, maybe you're feeling stuck, maybe overgiving, um, or just getting closed off or feeling closed off in some ways, um, to love or to success or abundance or, or even support. So the eclipse energies represent those inner saboteur aspects that you have either consciously or unconsciously been rebelling against, um, maybe what is healthy or aligned with your divine nature. So we're going to talk about these shadows and talk about alchemy, eclipse alchemy. So we really want to empower you. So let's go ahead and dive in. There's a lot to cover here today with Margot. Uh, please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and joy to Margot as I welcome her back. So hi, my dear. Hi, Carrie. Hi, everyone. Anybody else get up and dance during the music? Yes. <laughs> I sit and dance. <laughs> yes. Always in my chair dancing. Um, I'm glad you did, too. Um, yeah, we need that movement. Right? Yeah. Margo, I love it when you're here. You always bring so much joy, um, you know, combined with all the wisdom that you bring through. And so let's talk about this um, topic for today. You know, it's Eclipse Alchemy um, with Celestial Plant Allies um, to befriend our shadow aspects. So I haven't had this topic before. <laughs> so describe what this means to you, um, why it's important. Um, just let's go a little deeper into what this means. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I've always done in my life, it's one of my archetypal patterns is coach and mentor. And it's always when I was in sport, I was coaching others and speed skating. I coached up to the Olympic level. I was coaching people in my, when I did ergonomics in our professional group mm -hmm. in the Academy for the Soul, I helped to mentor and coach people going through to get them out into the light, into the, onto the platforms and so on. And I just have seen this pattern over and over again that the closer they would get to their full expression to really, you know, shining their light out there in whatever way it was, whether it was, again, in court or the intuitive world, um, there'd be this resistance that came in. Sometimes they would get sick. Sometimes they mm -hmm. would get distracted, you know, or they would get out there and do something and then immediately get sick and they, you know, got pulled, sucked right back and yeah. didn't take those next steps forward. And mm -hmm. so that's what kind of drove it. And then my training with um, celestial herbalism and the planets and the celestial plant um, frequencies and as allies and how they mm, bring down those celestial energies of the planets and allow us to use them in an embodied way here, here on mm -hmm. Earth, in dealing with the, the polarity and understanding this nature of duality, why we've come here and supporting us with it. They're just so 
beautiful mm-hmm. in that. And it was really when we had the eclipses in the fall last year that this really started coming through. Okay, I need to do something on this because the eclipse energies, they do represent the inner saboteur. And I'll talk more about that in, in detail. But people may wonder, like, why do it now then? <laughs> why not wait till the next eclipse, right? But yeah. the eclipse energies, when you talk to the masters, they they run for six months before and six months after an eclipse. So they're always present. Mm-hmm. And there's also, we don't talk about it, but there's eclipses of, of other planets as well, right? So there's we're always in this energy. And the saboteur archetype, it's one of the the fundamental archetypes. Carolyn Mace talks about this, that we all carry the saboteur archetype. Mm-hmm. And so this is a way of working with those energies bringing those inner saboteur aspects into the light mm-hmm. in a way that they feel held, that we're not, you know, mad or pushing away those aspects, which is what's been happening, why they keep playing out, but we really see the beauty of what they were trying to protect us from, <laughs> helping mm-hmm. us survive or take control of something, and then allow that transformation to occur to up-level aspects and bring them into alignment with our divine nature. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, that's why I love the plant allies so much for this because they, they do it in such a beautiful way and help us really integrate and assimilate those energies, those new supportive energies into our being, just like they do in the physical. Right. Well, when you talk about celestial um, allies, um, the plants and the planets, <laughs> both, um, you know, that is one of your specialties. You know, you are a nature mystic. So if someone is not familiar with kind of this terminology, what does that mean? You know, the celestial plants um, as allies, describe a little bit more about that for those who may be new to what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about mysticism, we're talking about the portals for us to access our divine nature. <laughs> and for me, it's through nature, <laughs> through nature. So with these, basically, we are, and so are the plants, so are the animals, we are taking in these celestial frequencies, these we know from human design and we know from physics, the, the neutrinos are moving, these subatomic particles that are emitted by stars and our sun is the major contributor, are moving through us at trillions per second every day <laughs> per inch of our body, and they're bringing through certain frequencies. And we can pick up these frequencies. It's why we can sense that someone, you know, how they're feeling. It's how we can do this intuitive work in the very subtle level. But the plants, oh, they are so receptive to these frequencies and energies coming down. They just open up. And, of course, all of us and all of the plants and all of the animals are taking in the frequencies, the divine archetypes of all the planets. But just like us, right, we have our own individual nature. So certain plants will contain more, say, Venus energy, like the rose is very much a Venus yeah. um, essence. Then jasmine is an essence of the moon. And we have the celestial plant allies that can help us to, again, integrate and assimilate 
these frequencies that are coming down and create transformation at that energetic level, which we know will filter down to the physical level. Right. So these plant allies, which you will bring through, we're going to do a lot of readings later on here, um, help us to befriend these shadow aspects and, you know, bring them, as you say, into the light. I want to talk about some of the um, the behaviors that might indicate that we have a, a sabotaging shadow aspect playing out. That way people can kind of recognize, you know, if something like this is occurring in their own lives. Can you talk mm. about a few of the, what they are? <laughs> there, there are quite Absolutely. a few, but there's some. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll talk about the behaviors, and then maybe we can go and talk about Rahu and Ketu and yes. the clusters and Yeah, so some of the things, the patterns, the way they may play out, procrastinating putting things off and then you're in this tension and, and some people think like that's the way I need to work, but there's something else at play there typically. Distraction. Mm-hmm. Getting absorbed and zoning out in front of the TV or going down social media rabbit holes or internet rabbit holes, right? You go to look for one fact <laughs> that should have taken, you know, 30 seconds and then you're off down some track into something else. Or, you know, again, you meant to spend only a few minutes and the next thing you know, hours have gone by. Avoiding asking for help. Yeah. Deflecting compliments and appreciation. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it wasn't me, right? <laughs> and giving, but giving in a way that I guess it's the overgiving type aspect or you're giving out of, um, say, a guilt. Again, yeah, some obligation. kind of aspect mm-hmm. is at play, right? right? Or, yeah, you don't feel worthy and you're trying to get validation and acknowledgement and so on. Um, if you're noticing that every time you do get close to putting something out there, <laughs> something comes in and you get totally pulled off track. Mm-hmm. Desperation energy. And it can be even desperate to find your purpose, right? When it's that craving type energy, not just being in the allowing, surrendering to the divine path in that highway. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have to have it. I have to have it. Um, or fearful stuck. that you're yeah. going to do it wrong or something. Exactly. You have that voice fear that. Failure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fear of mm-hmm. um, not finding your purpose in life. At the root, there, you know, it's all the fears that are absolutely underneath all these. Uh, fear of humiliation, um, mm-hmm. chronic complaining, <laughs> the state of one life, right? <laughs> yeah. Or you're looking to the, you know, it's like someday, oh, when this and this and this happens, mm-hmm. then, then I'll be able to da-da-da-da-da, X, Y, Z, right? Right. So the comparer, always comparing against something external mm-hmm. to you, someone or something, you know, even even mm, financial abundance. Like sometimes you'll hear people talking about, oh, as soon as I have this amount of money, then I'll feel safe and secure. <laughs> and even if they get that, then it's like, oh no 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 no, now I need this, right? So it's like always always going outward, outward in the external instead of turning in to yourself. And oh, what is it that is truly aligned for you? And so these yeah. shadow aspects, like, completely take us off track. And, again, they weren't mm, created 
I mean, they were created to try and protect you in some way. Maybe they were created in a past life or in the genealogical line or in childhood, some kind of pattern that came through. You know, there's a lot of feast and famine in the genealogical mm-hmm. lineages, for example. So, yeah, so now now it's time, though. <laughs> now it's time to bring these aspects into the light and allow yeah. that transformation to occur so that you're you're not holding back we need your light right? we need everybody exactly to light. <laughs> it's so fascinating because there's so much beauty and there's so many gifts that beings that are in these types of communities have to share and mm-hmm. i've noticed that even just doing well, this show for almost seven years, but prior to that, I did my radio show for 10 years. And, you know, sometimes people, I would, I could feel it, see it sabotaging. You know, they, they would find like, okay, I, I feel ready to be on, on your show. And I'm all, and then, like you said, they would get sick or they would, you know, they, they just kept running up against this wall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and I know you've seen it so much too. So this is a, a beautiful, um, uh, a state of liberation that people can step into. But like you said, these um, shadow saboteur energies are, um, they're archetypal. They're, they, we all carry them. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so is it possible to move beyond all of them? Bit by bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's the layers of the onion. It's, mm-hmm. it, um, you know, they're deep. And it's just allowing, and and one of the things I really support people with is seeing those steps they're taking, celebrating yeah. those steps. If they're if you keep being outward focused to oh I'm trying to meet that yes okay we want to have those aspirational goals, but sometimes we forget to look back and see where we've come from and how many steps we have made forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, sorry. I was just, there were so many people writing in. Um, I, I think as you were talking about all the different ways we could identify, you know, like, yes, yes. And some of that and some of that. So, um, but let's tie this all together a little more, you know, and talking about the eclipse, um, energies, um, and how this all comes together. Um, Let's go deeper into that. Yeah, so I think let's just ground people first in what we're talking about about here. I've kind of alluded to Rahu Ketu. Um, These are the eclipse points. They're the mathematical points used to calculate the eclipse and when an eclipse is going to happen. Some of you who are familiar with astrology, you you may know them as the north and the south nodes of the moon. And in um, Vedic astrology, they are deities called Rahu and Ketu, the head and tail of the serpent or the snake, and in some cultures, they're the dragon. And they represent the archetype of the shadow saboteur. At the same time, the high vibration, right, in their polarity, the high side of them, allows us to move through, to face these shadows, right? They're not always pleasant to face. They're not always pleasant. So there's things that we've done, right? And they, they help us to bring that forgiveness and that love to those aspects, no matter what they are. 
They help us move through that and the underlying fears and to move into the state of transcendence. So in their high form, Rahu is the north node of the moon, the head of the serpent or the dragon, and it represents the cosmic air. The frequency of mm, this connection to the divine breath of life. And Ketu is the tail of the serpent. It's the, the cosmic fire that mm, can burn off those lower level energies and support us on our divine path, on our divine journey, helping us to illuminate the next step and to surrender in that high level way to our divine trajectory, our divine pathway. So there are different types of fire energy. Mars is more that primal fire that can be competitive, combative, immature in the lower form, but also can be the celestial warrior in the high form, looking for the win-win. Mm-hmm. We have the sun, which is really represents the purifying fire, the fire of our soul. It is our I am, the representation of our I am consciousness. And then we've got Ketu, which is this cosmic fire. Again, this this one who is helping to illuminate that next step on our spiritual journey. So in the low form, we can look at that and see how they play out because they're, again, representing these places ultimately where we're rebelling against our own light. That's what sabotage is, right? We're rebelling against ourselves. And so with Rahu, the north node of the moon, the cosmic air, what it brings forward is mm, rebelling against things, but we we can kind of see in our life where the pattern occurred. Something happened to us in childhood or we, we know about it from our ancestral lineages. Um, yeah, they're really, you can see the person, like if you're watching them and just like you were saying, you can see these things playing out. You know that they had this wound and you can totally see it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you're the observer of the other person, the things that trigger them and so on and what they get aggressive about. It's also Rahu energy is obsessive. So think of the head of the serpent, the head of the dragon, like consuming the light, right? It's got this obsession about it. Um, And so when you're really attached to something, obsessed with it from that craving point of view, that is Rahu type energy. Um, again, the the voice, the the head of the serpent, complain, complain, complain. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing ever goes right for me. All the different types of struggles and so on. Nothing is ever satisfying. You know, it doesn't matter what you do, you just can't satisfy uh, mm-hmm. that person, and nothing is pleasing to them. Right? Even when they get what they said they want, it's still not enough. Um, right. <laughs> so that's really rocky. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Rahu is also in the positive about accepting your uniqueness, that you're not here to be like everyone else. So it, it kind of carries this eccentric energy, which is like be yourself, right? Let your own individuality shine. Don't just shine the light that other people expect you to be, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of distorts us. And um, yeah, it can really support us that way. 
Right. Um, and you're going to go much deeper into this. We'll talk about your um, mm-hmm. your master class and workshops coming up and really going deeper. And then we'll take a we're going to try to do as many readings as we can. Mm-hmm. And you can help people at least begin this awareness process of identifying, you know, the the most the strongest, I guess you would say, sabotaging shadow aspect that is mm-hmm. um, impacting them or blocking their light. So we're going to do that um, as we move forward in the call today. But I do want uh, to explore or have you share more about connecting the dots between our inner saboteur aspects. Um, fears, um, you even say our immune system uh, mm-hmm. and our ability to discern what's healthy and aligned for us. So let's go into that a little bit. Yeah. Can I say a little bit about Ketu, first of all? It's quality, yes. just to give uh-huh. people that clarification maybe. So Ketu, that cosmic fire, it's lower form. This is when people are self-sabotaging, but they can't, they're not really clear. It's not really clear what's going on. And this often speaks to a deep-rooted karmic pattern. So addictive behaviors, um, really, it's like your being in this life is not accepting this life. It's still attached to that past life, to what happened there. It's still trying to live out that pattern. And so these kind of bad habits that we seem to have no no awareness of or why they're playing out. It's the fear of fear itself. So it's very, very deep in shadow. People can feel really like I'm dirty, I'm disgusting. That's very much Ketu energy. Uh, That resignation, well, this is my lot in life. You know, this is all there is for me. Um, Rejecting again, even when we know it's healthy for us, we turn away from it anyway. And the negative detachment, you know, there's there's just no interest in the spiritual path. And just uh, that apathy comes in. But catch you in that cosmic fire and it's positive, it brings in that acceptance. It it there's so much self love when you move through with the Ketu energy and allow that transcendence to come in and you open up to all the colors, your multi dimensional nature mm-hmm. that you carry within. And it's very much related to um, the meditative state as well. So when we work with Ketu energies, we want to do a little bit of meditation with that as well, really being present with ourselves. So, yeah, it it allows us to really surrender again to our divine divine nature and divine path. So the connection then... All of these have some kind of fear at the root, right? These sabotaging aspects, fear of, we've talked about fear of failure, fear of death, fear of not finding purpose in life, fear of the future, the unknown, mm-hmm. fear that you don't have the right skill set, right? Fear that you're going to be challenged. There's all these kind of primal fears. And so now I'm going to pull in from my human design knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we have a center in human design, an energy center that that's called the splenic center and the splenic center is um, our most primal primal awareness center and it's all about in the moment it operates in the moment is this healthy for me or not safe for me or not so it's about health well-being and survival it is also where these primal fears that i just talked about are found of course it is also related (laughs) to the immune system and so when we talk about the splenic center in human design, yes, we call it a center, but 
it's all over your body, right? Because our immune system is throughout our whole body. So there is this relationship then to these primal fears and through them when we're living these fears and living from these fears, it is impacting our immune system. Mm-hmm. What's healthy for us? What's not? Spiritually, energetically. What are we taking in? What are we letting, like, be eliminated? Mm-hmm. That's discernment, right? Is what we're taking in aligned? Is this aligned for me? Should I take it in or right. not? Or should I reject it? Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's such a strong tie between the immune system and our ability to discern and our fears and going mm-hmm. back to this saboteur energy. Right. And, you know, what are we consuming, you know, energetically, mm-hmm. physically, um, you know, that it, is it really supporting us or is it, you know, is it, or is it really just perpetuating that blocking of our light? I mean, you know, because even if we're consuming foods that are not good for us and so we're sluggish, we're heavy, we don't have any desire mm-hmm. to, to shine our light. <laughs> or exactly. if it's, um, what are we, um, taking in? You know, with regard to um, the media or anything. I mean, there's so much distraction out there that if mm-hmm. we don't have that level of discernment, it's kind of a, a rabbit hole of, you know, you know, less and less light being um, embodied and, and shared. And so that's the whole point of all of this is really to bring these um, befriend these shadows. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yes. And and it does happen. I mean, this is this is what you do. So, I mean, when you when you give um, workshops and you go much deeper into these things, deeper than we're able to do on the call today, um, what do you what do you notice happening for people? I mean, is it is it a slow birth, <laughs> rebirthing of their light, or do you see some pretty transformative things happening? Yeah, I'm I'm a big advocate of small things add up. <laughs> Yeah, you can have these breakthroughs that come in. I mean, we have such a mentality, humanity, of all or nothing, right? Like, again, if this big thing happens, then finally, that's a shadow saboteur aspect. Mm. The the high vibration of the saboteur is that you actually sabotage the things that are not healthy for you, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You let those go. That's that's the high saboteur. and so, yeah, we can see, I, I, I put a little group through to, you know, test this out. And um, we did have some people have, like, people were cleaning stuff out of their life, you know, like the clutter, physical clutter, mm-hmm. and, and seeing the ties to what was happening to them energetically. I had someone who just had a real breakthrough pattern that we caught right off the very first master class. Like she was having some resentment towards one of her adult children. And then we exposed this when I was asking her and excavating and digging into it, this pattern where um, this individual, this uh, adult child would make her feel guilty. And then the next day would ask for money <laughs> and then she'd give it out of the guilt. And then the resentment would come in. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when we exposed that and she was able to sit down with her child and have a discussion. It turned out that that adult child was giving into her own children. One, mm-hmm. she didn't, couldn't afford 
and then would come to her, to her you know, the grandmother, her mother. And, and then when that was exposed, now we've broken that whole pattern. Well, all yes. of a sudden, the place that, you know, she had wanted to live forever, an apartment, came open, and she could afford it. Mm-hmm. And then wanted to have, you know, new furniture, start a new kind of, re, you know, a new rebirthing in a way of um, into this higher expression of herself. Someone that came in, was moving as well, wanted a fresh start, was willing to give her furniture, no cost. Mm-hmm. Just take it. Synchronicity, you know. um, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, and you made a really good point, uh, Margo, about, you know, step by step. It it really sounds like with um, the way that you're approaching this is um, exposing these patterns. You know, that's the first step is exposing them so we see them Mm -hmm. so they're no longer hidden. because I always say awareness equals alchemy. You know, unless we're aware of something, it can't change. And so exposing these patterns is what brings the, uh, you know, the keys to liberation, you know, from them. So um, so many people have written in, but I know I, in glancing at some of these, there was someone who was in that, I guess it was a, a test program that you did for this one that you're doing for us. That's And I am trying to find it, but she said that it, um, um, oh, here it is. Um, um, that so much shifted for her already. Um, abound, uh, lots is, a lot is opening up for her. Um, that was Karina, Karina Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cool. yeah, beautiful to hear Karina Kay. Um, yeah. What I'd love to do, I want to go ahead because so many people have their hands up and so many people wrote in. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do some of these intuitive readings. And again, the question is, what sabotaging shadow aspect is most eclipsing my light um, or my ability to shine my light, whatever way you want to say it. But that's the mm-hmm. that's the gist of the question. Yeah. <laughs> and so your name and the question, say sabotaging shadow slowly or you will. <laughs> Again, your name and the question, and we'll try to get through as many of these as we can to bring some awareness to exposing these patterns. So, all right, um, Margo, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, uh, first caller that I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to go to area code 508566. Uh, you're live with us. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, hi, welcome. Hi. Hi, this is Gunjan, and um, yeah, I would like to know what's eclipsing my light <laughs> <laughs> in a big way, no. or a small way, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what I'm going to do is just hold your energy. I'm going to bring in an orb of, you know, it's, it's your light, and just see how this aspect is reacting <laughs> to stepping into that light and working with uh, your light. So. Just take a nice full deep breath for me. Let me settle in and connect in with your higher self. And let's just be here. Ooh, yeah, there is an aspect that has a lot of anger 
towards your light. Like I see it picking up that ball and like throwing it away. Like get out of here. I don't want you. So let me just see what it thinks is going to happen. This aspect, if you were to embody it, it thinks that you're going to be being in your light is actually a trap. I see these bars come in like a jail cell. This is this aspect's perspective on you fully embodying your light. It thinks it's like being put in jail. And so there's resentment there. There's anger there. Let me just see where this is rooted for you. So before birth. Your mother's genealogical line is the root of this. Pretty far back, 41 generations ago. Yeah, and I'm actually seeing literally someone there who was really trying to express their skills, their heart, their light. It didn't agree with the societal, the the tribal nature that was there, the uh, the laws, let's say, of the tribe, and they literally were were suppressed and kind of locked away. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that those are the emotional aspects that are in there. Yeah, and I can scan as well if you want to know what what um what package is actually scanning highest for you to sure. support you. So option two, which is the full program, is scanning, and it's this excavation and letting go. And when we talk about the program, you'll see it. I'm actually coaching. <laughs> You're getting lots of touch points with me. But allowing this to go, because what's happening is every time you go to do something that really expresses your light, this one's going to come in and put you into constriction. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, no, I don't want to be trapped. <laughs> right? right. Wow. Right. Yeah. 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 So you may you may notice that playing out that every time you kind of want to express yourself, something comes in and and your body just goes into a lot of tension. Uh, not so much in my body, but I I feel like I do express my light, but in a small way, and uh-huh. the, the fear is of going bigger and. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get punished. I'm gonna. That's what this one thinks. I'm gonna get punished. Yeah. I'm gonna get locked away. Locked away. If I really yeah. express myself, small doses. People can take that, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can do that safely. Right. But, woo, if I really put it out there, uh. Uh-uh. And I can lock myself away a little bit so that <laughs> I don't have to worry about somebody else doing that. Right. right? Hey? Yeah. So that's so another aspect, right? What, yeah. When I look at people's designs, some people, like, they are meant to be a little bit more hermit in nature, not all the time, but some of the time. But when we're locking out to kind of lock out the world, that's like, oh, okay, <laughs> there's something else going on there. Wow. <laughs> oh. Well, John, I hope it was helpful just to kind of bring that to the surface <laughs> um, and awareness and We'll talk about the programs later, Yoon John, and if it feels in resonance with you, um, maybe it's something to explore uh, to move beyond this. 
All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, both of you. (laughs) Thank you, Gunjan. Many blessings to you. And uh, Margo, thank you for that. Um, Okay. Next uh, caller that I'm going to is area code 541. You're live with us. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? This is Josie. Hi, Josie. Yes, we can hear you. Hi, hi, Margo. Hi, Joti. Hi, Joti. I'm doing good. This is a great call. Um, would you do the reading for me on the eclipsing uh, energy? Yeah, right away I'm seeing an aspect that is, it's like it, oh, you're, to, the light is so heavy. It's like pushing that orb of light up a hill. Like, it's just like, oh. It's so draining. It's so tiring. It's so exhausting. This is what this aspect thinks. (laughs) To really be in your light. It's just like, oh my gosh. Like I can just feel the the fatigue kind of moving through me as your higher self is is showing me this. Um, And let me just uh, see. It's a, it's a bit of, um, it's an interesting one because this aspect thinks that, yeah, everything is so heavy and hard. And yet, if I try and put it in your light, it thinks it has to be busy. It's kind of like that idle hands are the devil's work kind of thing mm-hmm. that this aspect is carrying. Um, and so it's almost like, oh, if I, in my light, I got to be so busy doing things. <sighs> So this is where this, oh, my gosh, this exhaustion is coming in. But let me see where it's rooted for you. Ah, uh, maternal genealogical mother's lineage again. 23, 23 generations ago. Um, and I'm seeing this in the extreme. Like I'm seeing if if I'm seeing someone in that lineage, um, a woman in that lineage, if you're not – Busy, like it's kind of corporal punishment kind of thing. And so why, you know, this aspect is like, why would I want to be fully in my light? I'm never going to get to rest. And I'm going to be exhausted. Wow. Josie is... Oh, wow, that that's really uh thank you, Margo. That's powerful. I, I probably wouldn't have figured that one out myself, but um that is something I can work with and it explains a little bit too. So um mm-hmm. thank you both for the um the call and the reading. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Josie. Um blessings to you with this new awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good thing. All right. Bye-bye. And thank you, Margo. Um, Okay. Next caller that I'm going to is uh, area code 310614. Yay. This is Denise. (laughs) Yay. Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) Some energy is jumping up and down inside of me that knows you're going to see it. <laughs> I tell you, it's it's getting nervous. It's getting nervous. <laughs> so what right? 
sabotaging shadow uh, energy is eclipsing my light, and could we please release it? Well, releasing is what the program's about, but let's at least identify it today. Okay. Let's identify it. Okay. Step so, one, Denise. Yeah, step one, exactly. <laughs> okay. Step one. So let's see what your higher self wants to bring in right now, how this one is. Um, wow, there's a huge amount of um, fear energy that's coming in if I try and put um, this aspect I'm being shown into the light. Like, it's got itself plastered against the side of this orb of light trying not to be seen um this one is really afraid of being a target if you're fully in your light and so it's just like whoa let me just stay back here um let me just try and make myself a little smaller (laughs) let me stay at the edges the light rather than like fully stepping into it um and we get these messages right all the time like being fully empowered being fully in our light you know that's going to people are going to come after us people are going to make us a target so let's just see where this one's actually rooted for you okay so past life for this one past life 30 past lives ago is where this is um, coming forward. And I'm seeing that um, this is a time when there was kind of some shift going on, like you were in a leadership, I see you as a man in this life, in a a leadership position, one who's really trying to do their best to lead the community, but there's other forces that are coming in that are speaking negatively um he doesn't really know this is going on and in that undertow it creates this energy of of turning against him and so he does actually become a target in this life and it's like why i'm not doing that again i don't want to step uh-huh. forward to my life. uh-huh Denise, uh, uh, (laughs) I have an interesting thing going on now with uh, being targeted. Uh, I was uh, injured at a ski area, and they don't want to pay, and I have a lawyer, and they're trying to underpin him and say bad things about me that are not true to try to turn my even lawyer against me. He told Mm -hmm. me all this. So that's why I wanted to Mm – yes. So what program? Yeah, playing uh, out, yeah, playing out again, the undermining, right? Yep. Yes, and exactly. That's, that's why I. That's yeah. That's why I called the perfect call. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what pro, yeah. what program would work best for me? Do you think? Uh, option two is gain highs, which is the full program, because then we can go really deep. When I explain it, you'll see why we have so many touch points okay. where we can Sounds excavate. Great. excavate. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you. I really needed help with this. And oh, you're welcome. Thank you yeah, both so much. It's so thank big you, on my. It's up wow. at the top of my thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know, to get off. I want it. Want to be in my yep. power, and yep. these things keep happening. So yep. yes, it's time, Denise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thank in. You so much I'm in. for being here. <laughs> thank right. you. the program starts. Okay, <laughs> we're going to talk about it now, Denise. So keep your ears open. Yes, <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll be All the right. first one to sign up. <laughs> uh, 
Thanks, Denise. <laughs> and, and thank you, Margot. Yeah. Uh, before we do more readings, let's go ahead and talk about the programs. Um, you have two different offers. They can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our Marketplace link at the top of the page. You will see Margot's smiling face. Click on her picture. <laughs> Look at that smile, Margo. <laughs> That's a big folder smile. That's some joy. Um, okay, so this will take you to these two offers. Offer A is the master classes and the workshop, and then offer B is the full program. So, Margo, offer A. Um, the master class, I just want to highlight that the orientation call will begin um, around the, w the week of February 21st. Mm -hmm. um, Margo will help, will identify that and we'll get it to you on the sales page very soon. But just so you know, it's coming up. So Margo, yeah. tell us about what's included in offer A. Yeah, absolutely. So we start gathering together for a live orientation call where I'll just prep you. We're going to do an invocation of the sacred energies, the divine energies of Rahu Ketu as cosmic air and fire. I'm going to bring in the celestial plant allies, the primary ones that we'll be working with. Um, there were a few crystal kingdom beings that have come in as well mm -hmm. to kind of set the, set the stage. You know, we know the plants draw up the minerals, the light from the minerals. So in the same way, these beautiful um, crystal kingdom beings, rainbow um, obsidian and rainbow moonstone and ametrine want to come in and support as well and just laying the foundation of the container for this. And really just letting you know and preparing through an initial infusion your energetic structures for releasing and transmuting these sabotaging aspects. Intake form that everyone will get where I just step you through kind of where you're at and where what are your intentions for the program that immediately starts eliciting, eliciting um, things within you, the shifts within you. In fact, what I found is that as soon as people signed up for the program, things started coming up. <laughs> and they started coming up for a reason, right? Because right. they're meant to be brought into the light. So don't be surprised if that happens. You don't just jot your notes down about what's happening so we can talk about them. You're all going to get an intuitive reading. You know, this the one on the, the show here now is, is like a bonus, but everyone's going to get a, an intuitive reading. And then the master classes. So the first master classes, we're going to go more into depth about the sabotaging aspects, the common shadow aspects, but also the high form of the saboteur archetype. And I've got some exercises to start bringing up these, um, again, these saboteuring aspects so we can get them out. But I leave space in here. We're going to have a roundtable discussion. And depending on the number of people in the program, I'll actually divide up because I want a small enough group that everybody gets a chance to talk and, and receive feedback and receive some coaching, mm -hmm. some exploration. So, and of course, when you get drawn into this program, you're all meant to be in there together. <laughs> There's something exactly. for each of you within it. So as you hear what's going on with the others, like this, this happened to my my small test group, right? It's like, yes, I have that. Yes, I have that, right? We mm -hmm. started to see commonalities in the pattern. And, of course, you'll get a PDF guide with those exercises that summarizes all the information so you don't have to be, you know, profusely writing notes as you go. You can just 
um, sit back and, and take it in and then have those exercises. And also I have images of all the stuff, feel plant allies that I've infused with their frequencies to help you, again, move through and face the shadow aspects so that you can move through them. The second master class is decoding your design, identifying your primal fear vulnerability. So I'm actually going to be looking at your human design. Now, for me to do that, I need your birth information. Um, it's okay, though, if you don't have it, because we all get impacted by these primal fears one way or another. Other people, through their frequencies, bring them into us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was talking about the cosmic weather brings that in and conditions us. But there's different interpretations. If I do have your design, I can let you know exactly how your not self, we also call it the shadow mind, the lower self mind, is interpreting those primal fears in your wiring. There's very specific ways and what ones seem to be having the biggest impact on you. Is it fear of failure? Is it failure of inadequacy? Fear of the future, fear of the past, what is it? So we'll go through that, and then, again, we're going to have time to have a discussion afterwards. I want to see where you're at with our discussion from the first master class. <laughs> what happened since then? What's that next thing coming up for you? How have you seen these fears playing out? Again, bringing them really into the light. Again, you'll get a PDF with all of the exercises in there. I also want to start talking about in in that masterclass about the action steps that you want to place put mm -hmm. in place to move towards your light. Right? So often we get caught up in just like the clearing, clearing, clearing. And absolutely we want to do that. But we also want to take those actions towards what we do want to create mm -hmm. for our life. So New empowering behavior. Yeah. Yes. So those those little action steps that you can take and, and get rid of this all or nothing mentality and start to bring in these little like putting money in the bank, right? The energetic bank bank account. Little things add up over time. But what is it for you? So I want this to be specific for you. Next we're gonna have the releasing your sabotaging shadows and unveiling your luminous night light workshop and so this is more one way it's just it's clearing releasing i'm going through all those fears all those common sabotaging aspects bringing in the high vibration energies of rahu ketu um of the celestial plant allies to now we've, we've identified so many things let's start clearing let's start up leveling let's let those aspects now move into alignment with what you want to create in your life. And I really, through these steps, I want you to be able to be empowered to continue to identify the aspects as they come up, right? We Again, we're multidimensional. We have many, many layers of these things that, that can come up. And so, but if you're empowered to go, oh, wait a minute, I see that now. Let's bring that one into the light, right? And then later you're going to have a, the replay of the workshop. You can go through it holding that one. <laughs> and, and a toolbox <laughs> of practices to support you in doing that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then after the workshop, you'll get um, a post-workshop integration meditation just to help you 
with that integration and assimilation of the, the high vibration light energy that wants to come in for you. Um, I'm also going to, for those, I know not everybody's on, on Facebook, so this is just optional, but with my, um, my first small group I put through, that was beneficial for people. Even if they didn't interact much, I just put in inspirational posts, I asked questions, um, I have a little support team, too, that will be holding space through this program. You know, they may put something in there as well. So it's a, just another place where you can share, ask questions about what's coming up. You'll have my email address as well. If something's really coming up for you, just email me. Feel free to uh, call on me that way. And then I've got um, on the back end of, or in the course area, programs area of my website, Everything will be there for you. As long as I'm running my business, <laughs> you'll be able to access everything there. You're going to get the downloads anyways in an email, but it's kind of nice sometimes to have everything in one place. So yeah. everyone will get access to that as well. Now, if you want to go deeper, that's, that's everything that's in option one. If you want to go deeper now, the full program adds um, – just there's some more exercises and so on to help you move forward that I'll give you in a PDF guide. We're going to have a post-workshop unveiling your luminous light live Q&A Zoom call. Um, and those other, those master classes will be on Zoom as well. So here, I want to check and see how did the workshop go for you? For each person <laughs> in the group. So you get your personal attention again. What am I seeing? Is there any residue? that didn't get cleared out from that reading that I did for you? And is there something else coming up now that is kind of the next thing that needs to be cleared out? And how are you doing with your action step? Where are you getting stuck? It's also a celebration, right? If you've been able to take some positive steps forward, let's let's celebrate that. And if you kind of got stuck taking them forward, ah, let's let's delve into that and see what the root is. And again, the sharing, oh my gosh, it is so beneficial for everyone to hear each other mm -hmm. and have that circle of support. And then we're going to do um, empowering your luminous light retreat, enhancing your connection with your cosmic air and cosmic fire. This is a two and a half hour um, live interactive Zoom call again. We are coming together into the circle. I'm going to be guiding you through a process, first of all, um, we're going to do a, a, some clearing out of, of what I call the buffer zone, creating a healthy. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have thought of this if I hadn't run my that small group through, but projection fields, um, what's been projected onto you by others. We'll do some of that in the workshop, but I want to go deeper here. But also what I call the buffer zone is sometimes we just need space to determine where we're at with something, um, someone's, you know, come in and ask us to do something, and they may want to know right away, <laughs> you know, have the answer. And the unhealthy way ways that we create space are things like, you know, exploding in anger. How oh dare, blah, 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 right? Da, 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 da. Or we just constrict or we shut up and we don't say anything. And we won't need to clear all that out so that we can have that healthy, thank you for bringing that to me. I really need some time to see if that's aligned for me. I'm, I'm not going to be able to give you an answer 
right now, right? They got to deal with their own triggers. That's not for you. So unless, you know, unless it is your job. Um, so we need to clear out kind of that buffer zone. But then we're going into beautiful ceremony. And we're around the circle with each other, energetically speaking. And each person's going to be brought into the center of the circle for clearing out any of the residue that we identified in that last Q&A call. I'm also, that serpent energy kind of shows me it wraps itself around the next thing that needs to be cleared. So we're doing another level of clearing out. And I'm bringing in your specific celestial plant allies that your higher self has indicated, one for Rahu, one for Ketu, infusing that into your being to support you in really being in that place of deeper alignment with your divine nature and moving into a, a greater state of transcendence. Mm-hmm. And seeing each other go through that, of course, you're receiving the healing because we're all in the circle together. But getting to witness that for each person is just magical, you know, and then the next one comes in and the next one comes in and we just move through that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's really quite a magical Experience. Transformative experience, and and what a mm-hmm. what a beautiful um, bond that is created with the beings that participate in these circles. You know, everybody supporting one another and celebrating one another and uh, uplifting. And absolutely, this is wow! Right? This is yes, it is. Mm-hmm. When we're sitting together, supporting each other, you don't have to do everything alone. Look out for those shadow aspects that say that I got to do everything myself. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I I find that the most tremendous um, growth and expansion takes place when we allow ourselves to receive support. Um, That's how that's how it happens. So thank you for creating such a a beautiful container. Um, There's a lot here for those of you who are feeling called to say yes um, to explore. You know, whether it's just the um, the master classes in the workshop in A are going, you know, <laughs> with everything mm-hmm. in offer B. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you, my dear. Yeah. And uh, I know so many of you wrote in, so I want to make sure we go to the webcast. And uh, Margo, did you want to mention, because we have so many hands up mm-hmm. and uh, people who wrote in, if you do not get a reading today, Margo has generously offered to do a live um, call this Sunday. What is the date on Sunday? Uh, um, February 5th. February the 5th, if you're listening to this live, where she will offer additional free intuitive readings, um, because clearly there's there's only so much we can do here. So I thought that was very, very generous and Mm -hmm. kind of you. So I will put a link to that that call on Sunday with Margo and your replay email. So if you don't get called on today, um, that is an opportunity for you. And thank you for doing that, Margo. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. So it'll be um, 1 o'clock Pacific on February 5th, but I'll, it'll be on the Instant Teleseminar platform, so you can put a request for a reading into the Q&A box ahead of time if you can't be there live on the call. Oh, nice. um, mm-hmm. I'm also just going to give you guys, so perk up your ears right now. You don't, <laughs> you don't get a reading done today. Put your request for a reading in once I give you the link, and and then you can put in Eclipse 
alchemy. I don't care if you spell it right, but the, it's like the code. Eclipse, Eclipse alchemy. alchemy. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to, if I see that, I know then that you've listened to this call and you're you're going to be uh, in priority for Beautiful. the reading. If you have purchased already you can, and you haven't had a reading yet, you can also say, I already purchased. You're like number one priority. <laughs> that's just a, a thank you, a gratitude for my heart. And yes. then it puts off to me. Yep. Next, and then I'll I'll go from there, and I'll do as many as I can on that call. Do you think um, – how soon do you think I'll have that link so I can start putting it in our emails for this? I'll, I can give it to you right as soon as we get off the call today. Oh, okay. All right. Set it so up. in yeah. your, your replay email, it'll be in there. You know, our weekend um, emails, it'll be in there. So if you can join uh, Margo on Sunday live for a reading, um, what a gift and an opportunity. So – for now, um, and what was it again? Eclipse Alchemy, right? Mm-hmm. Mentioned that. Code and word, Eclipse Alchemy. <laughs> the way you do that, if you're wondering, it's just like here. We, I use Instant Teleseminar as well. When you, like on the webcast, when you um, come in, you know, there's a Q&A box. That's where you would put that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in case you're new to this. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to the webcast right now. And um, Maya. Hi, Maya. Maya (laughs) is in New York. I love Maya. Love your name. And she loves you. She says, I love Margo so much. She's so gifted, generous, and a divine being of light. I agree, Maya. Um, She says, I'd love to have a reading, please. What is eclipsing my light? Infinite gratitude and love to both of you. Right back to you, Maya. Yeah, so this is one that comes up. Uh, quite often is I see this aspect that's holding your light like it's a burden, you know, like Atlas holding the world on his back. It's Mm -hmm. that kind of image. Um, And so this aspect believes that being in your light is a burden. And it's, it's kind of interesting with this one because it's really accepting that, that it's like a divine burden for it to carry. And so there's um, even some kind of pride energy in there as well that's kind of mixed in with all of this. So let's just see where this one is rooted. Yeah, because it's a double bind. Because on one side, there's sort of this pride, like I'm doing this, I'm carrying this divine burden. And on the other side, it's like, oh, my God, this is so heavy. <laughs> this is what this one takes this aspect. So where is this rooted for my uh, uh, father's side, father's lineage, ancestrally? Hmm, let's see how far back this goes. Eighteen, eighteen generations ago on your father's side, and so I am seeing. Um, Gosh, a a man in that generation who is in a high position in some kind of religious order, uh, very strict, but also he really feels this is his calling. I'm seeing like a shackle from his ankle. Just it's an energetic shackle into, um, into the uh, what he believes that he is to offer through this um, through his position. 
So, yeah, on one hand, it's, uh, as I say, huge burden, very strict, very demanding. Um, but on the other hand, he really feels like, yes, this is my calling, and you have to put up with these burdens. That's just part of the job. <laughs> so it's an acceptance, but it's an acceptance in a lower way instead of a higher way. So we want to break out those shackles for you and just shift both sides of that so that you can just embody that light with ease and it not be a burden for you. Mm-hmm. Your Bur- burden-free shining. Um, yeah, I, uh... There's a lot of grief in there underneath oh. it. Like, it's almost like mm-hmm. I kept that facade like I have to keep this facade or or it's going to break my heart Mm. Maya please let us know that you heard that and received that and we're sending you so much love my dear Um, and I want to mention so many of you have written in and many of you wrote in a while back so let me know if you're still here so we can get some feedback from you Um, so I'm going to go to the top of the the list here since I know you're here. Um, I'm going to go to Lynn in Ottawa. Uh, she said, hi, Carrie and Margot. What sabotaging shadow aspect is most eclipsing my ability to shine my light? That is Lynn. Hey, Lynn. I, I hear you have lots of snow in Ottawa. I'm in southern Ontario right now. <laughs> in London, where it's also snowing right now. All oh. right. So let's just feel in for you. See how your um this any aspect that wants to show me how it's hmm, sabotaging your light. Okay. So what I'm seeing is this aspect, um, it's almost a bit of desperation energy. I see it kind of grasping at the light, and it's like it but it just moves through its hand. It's like it can't get a grasp on what its light is about and what its purpose is supposed to be. And it's it just, it, um, there's a lot of grief energy in there, this desperation energy that's in there. There's another little piece of this I'm also seeing that's under underneath this is that if it does get into its light, I see it kind of being tumbled around, like it's just chaotic. So there is an underlying fear with that as well. So this, this all ties together, but uh, yeah, this this one. I mean, when it's transformed and transmuted, it's going to be such a um, such a shiny one. Shiny <laughs> it wants one. to eliminate your path, you know. If we can drop the the desperation energy and the grief energy, and um, there's a there's a bit of unworthiness I'm feeling in there as well. Um, let me just trace this back. I'm already getting information from the root of it, of what's going on here, of being told that they could never um, live up to the the standards. Um, they could never handle the light. They could never, um, you know, it's a struggle and it's da-da-da-da. And, like, you're never going to be able to do that is the message that came through. And let's just see where this is rooted. Yeah, past life. So in this past life, this is the energy that's going on there. Seven past lives ago. Yeah, I'm seeing someone who is really um, enamored 
really wanting to serve the divine and the representat- representatives of the divine in that particular lifetime. Um, and just, it, it feels like in that life you had to be part of a certain family already to even get invited in. It's like something you can't even grasp yourself and, hey, you'd never be able to do it anyways. So there's a lot of dismissal projection energy there. So you may find that also sometimes playing out kind of this dismissal of you. Oh, yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Okay, Lynn, I hope that you heard that. Um, So a lot of you have just written back in. We're still here. We're still here. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go to Satina. Satina in Kansas City. I'm still here. What sabotage shadow is eclipsing my life? Much love and blessings. That's Satina. Hi, Satina. I love your name. I love your name. Yeah, that's great. I haven't heard that name before. It's so beautiful. Okay, so let's just check here. See what your higher self wants to bring through. There's a lot of panic coming in this aspect. Trying to put you in the light just um, fully this aspect. If it's fully embodied in its light, it is just out of control. Like I see it trying to be in the light and it's just the tumbling it's like a ball rolling down a hill and it's just Mm -hmm. tumbling within it and it's like this one believes everything will be out of control kind of the opposite of reality everything will go be out of control um mm, there's some grief energy in there as well And um, fear of loss, what it's going to have to let go of, what it thinks it has to let go of to be in your light. So let's just see where this one, whew, for you, Satine, is rooted. Uh, mother's genealogical line. Mm, how far back? 51, 51 generations ago on your mother's side. Okay, so I'm seeing um, someone in that lineage who actually, it's kind of the opposite, I guess this is, how, this is often how it works, we see the polarity, who was accepted into some special order, kind of seen as the, the representation of the divine light. But it meant leaving behind family, leaving behind everything that was familiar to her, mm-hmm. being cut off. And, um, yeah, as I say, some deep grief and loss energy in there. Wow. Okay. Let's just let that flow through and out. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, Satina. Satina. I hope you heard that, my dear. So much love to you. And uh, Maya just wrote back in and said, wow, thank you so much. Um, I am in awe by all that I received and all resonates 100%. Even if I knew nothing about the past, I am afraid to shine my light. Uh, Bless you both. You're such an amazing, inspiring, and empowering team. Thank you, Maya. Um, Okay, let's see. Janelle. 
Janelle in Montana. Hi, Janelle. Mm -hmm. uh, she said, wow, such an enlightening and beautiful call. Loving all that is being shared. Thank you. What part of my life is is eclipsing my light? Uh, blessings and gratitude to you both. Thanks, Janelle. Thanks, Janelle. Yeah, let's just feel in for you and see what aspect your higher self wants to bring through. <laughs> it's always funny how these images come through. So <laughs> I've seen an aspect, and your light's there, but it's like bouncing it like a ball. <laughs> mm. Like it's like it's something to play with, but not really embody. So interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just like something to dabble with, right? But fully a full embodiment. I want to see what it thinks is going to happen if it were fully embodied in this life. Oh, this aspect thinks if it was actually fully embodied in your light, it would actually shrink down into nothing. I see the whole orb of light like just shrink down to teeny, teeny, tiny. I'm not going to be seen. I'm not going to be heard. Better to be just staying out here and kind of playing with my light, but not really taking that, that step. I kind of look like, you know, I'm in harmony with my light, but this aspect is not. It's playing a little bit of a game here for you. So, mm, yeah. Oh, gosh, your failure is really coming in with this one. That's why it's shrinking down. Fear of being humiliated. Whew. So let's just see where this is rooted for you. Uh, mother's lineage again. Wow, lots today coming through with uh, mother's lineage. Whew, so let's see how far back this one is. 17 generations ago on mother's side. Wow, yeah, this intense um, humiliation energy. I just need to clear a bit of that out of the timeline even now to get an idea of what's going on. But I just see everybody in the community. It's like she said something or asked a question, you know, it's like everybody being together in church kind of thing and, and asking a question that kind of goes against the dogma that kind of questions it, just asking the question instantly. Like, I don't understand this. And then, oh, my gosh, the shame and humiliation that came in, like, okay, like, wow, total control mechanism there to, uh, to diminish Mm -hmm. That one in your lineage, and that's been passed through into your field. So when I talk about these guys, just so you understand, um, these energies are being held in your field now, but their root is back yes. in the past lifeline or back in the ancestral lineage, but it's still, it's been passed through, and now it's sitting in your field. Some of you have recognized, right, it's very yeah. conscious, and other mm -hmm. ones are kind of unconscious. They've been sitting there, and now we're exposing them and bringing them into the light. So right. Yeah. So Janelle, it's just wow, like, awesome. it can go. like the caller we had earlier, you know, where these patterns are still playing out and, and you're pinpointing when they originated, mm -hmm. but until it comes to conscious awareness, you know, these things just play out again and again and again in different ways, different lifetimes. And uh, the beauty is liberating ourselves from those patterns mm -hmm. with awareness mm -hmm. and uh all of these things, exposing these patterns. So, um, Janelle, I hope you heard that. Uh, so much love to you. Uh, Mel. Mel says, um, definitely relate to 
procrastination and distraction <laughs> more intense lately than ever before. Hardly recognize myself. Can you please assist me in identifying um, my self-sabotage? Maybe unhealable since I've worked so diligently on my shadow. It seems that it seems that's all I am now. That's Mel. Mm, so watch that, right? Mm-hmm. You're already setting up a, a, a mental thought pattern yeah. about that, that I can't break through it. And yes, you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It just is, yeah, I know sometimes it, it seems like we work and we work and we work on clearing these things. And it's just like, oh, I'm in more and more, right, getting deeper. But often this point that you're hitting is right when you're ready to start breaking out of that to say to get to that place that yeah no more and I'm I'm very much feeling that what I was talking about before and yes we want to do the clearing work but we also need to be taking the action steps forward to towards what we do want to create divinely in our life and this is where I'm feeling this the aspect that's coming through is really like it's fearful of the action it is happy to do all the clearing but taking a step forward <laughs> step, 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 that path wow there is a huge amount of fear energy coming up there so i just want to get a, a better handle on what this aspect thinks is going to happen oh yeah this is like i'm going to be killed fear of death, which is um, very closely linked to fear of purposelessness, that I'll go through this life and find out I had no purpose. And when I'm saying that in your field, I'm just feeling this grief coming up. So just breathe. Just breathe. Let any aspect of that reveal itself fully, come into the light. Yeah, I'm just going to bring in a little, um, for everybody in the field here, a little white sage energy. Mm -hmm. It's an energy of Ketu, cosmic fire. It's just cleansing, purifying, helping us to meet our shadows, to move through them, to transcend them. Many of you have probably worked with white sage before and smudges and so on, but its essence of Ketu is so good at clearing out stuckness energy. We'll just allow this to flow in and through for you, Mel, for everyone here. And I'm just going to sense in now to where this is coming up in your timeline. Yeah, past life. So very karmic here. And very far back, 71, 71 past lives ago. A long time ago. Yeah. Well, ish. Or or now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I'm seeing this one who, um, seen you as a woman in that life. And I see her um, trying to take steps really into being her own self Um, and just like this is a time 
um, when the whole divine feminine is being really suppressed, attacked, demonized. And there's both, I'm seeing both sides of this. There's both the um, fearful of being punished, attacked, killed if I step forward. And there's also a little piece that took this on. I'm part of the darkness. Hmm. And there's a lot of grief coming in as I say that. Not only in you, but in the field, other people are recognizing uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. Dreams, right? mm-hmm. It wasn't true, but it was so deeply, deeply um, placed into the field in this time. So we'll just let that white sage move through. For you, for everyone again, just supporting, releasing that. That I'm actually dark in terms of dark energy. And just letting White Sage create a little opening there, a little recognition of the untruth of that, that you are divine. You're a beautiful part of the allness, a unique part of the allness. And that in this time, now, it is safe for you to step forward. We'll just let that, mm-hmm. we'll just let that flow through. Thank you, Mel, for bringing that forward. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, there's a lot in the past timelines around yes. that. Who he's taken in about, yeah, I'm going to be punished. I'm, I'm evil. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, all the things that were projected in. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully there's a little lessening of the intensity of that, Mel, and for everyone else. um, uh, Thank you, Margo, for that. Mm -hmm. All right, Mel, so much love to you. Okay, Lisa Fry. Lisa is from Mm -hmm. Colfax. Um, I would love to see if um, she could read me or help me in any way. I was only able to listen to the first 30 minutes, just got back on. You're both so awesome together. Thank you, Lisa. Well, thank okay. you. Thank you. All right, Lisa, so let's just feel in for you now. See what your higher self wants to bring through, sabotaging your light, what aspect wants to be brought forward. Oh, there's a lot of frustration energy. I'm seeing this aspect that's kind of like chasing your this ball of light around, your light around, and it's like it, it can't catch it. And it's just getting, it's like, you know, when you see those, um, oh, those old comedy shows, you know, where someone goes to reach something and gets pulled away, and then they go to reach for the well, the dollar bill or whatever it was, they get pulled away, pulled away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that kind of thing going on. So, um, yeah, and this poor aspect is just so frustrated um but there's more in here so let me just see because the frustration is just masking uh the underlying fear here so i want to see what happens if i actually try and put it in the light Ooh, fear of inadequacy what am i going to do in here i don't know what to do well if people see me but i don't know what to do what if i don't live up to their expectations yeah. 
So let's just see where this is rooted for you, Lisa. Uh, Father's lineage. Father's lineage for this one. Thirty generations ago on father's side. Wow. Okay. So I'm seeing um, a boy in that lineage. Um, it feels like he's taken in by others. Something's happening. It feels like he's um, was an orphan. And oh my gosh, he's taken in. But it's almost like the the Cinderella type story. You know, like all these expectations, burdens placed on, like you owe us, mm. you owe us. Oh, you know, and he can, he can he can never live up to the standards because they keep changing. Every time he accomplishes one thing, oh, the 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 mm, target is shifted. No, that's not what I wanted. It was this. You didn't do it right. No matter what. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. And so there, yeah, that frustration energy in there, resentment energy. Cool. And there's something in here that the this family that's taken him in is supposed to be um, of God, right? Like representatives hmm. of God. This is a, a service they're doing, taking him in. But there's this, wow, <laughs> that is not of God. What they were being held, you know, they were being held as that. But what goes on behind closed doors? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So there's this icky energy in there. It's very um, heavy and kind of oily energy in there that just well needs to be cleared out for you. Okay. We don't want any any part moving the frustration of being in your light or even turning against it, right? Well, forget it then. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to mm. walk away. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, I hope that you heard that. Let us know. Um, I'm going to go to Sarah. Hi, beautiful Sarah in Berkeley. Um, she says, I thought I had broken through after all the betrayal, but yesterday I was told that I'm held down by an anchor the size of a mountain. Fear and grief also, I guess. What shadow? How? When? What more can I do? That is Sarah. Well, sir, let me just tune in kind of independent of that mm-hmm. um, of that, and just see what wants to come through for you. So, Sarah, what's most eclipsing your ability? Shine your light. Mm. Yeah, there's an aspect that feels like being in the light is very rigid, very, like you have to conform. It's actually mm-hmm. the opposite again of what it is. Um, I just, it's like that ball of light is just turning into this hard, um, inflexible ball. 
more, more, I guess, like you were saying, <laughs> I guess more of an anchor ball and chain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I do want to be my individual self. I don't want to be in the light if it's just going to have me conform to the way other people mm-hmm. think I should be. So past life, past life. 33 past lives ago. Um, mm, this is, I do see you as a woman in this life. Um, again, in part of what's seen as kind of a divine order, but wow, you got to follow the rules. That's what it means in this time. So there's, uh, again, on one side, I feel this level of devotion to the divine, but also this kind of resentment and frustration around it, that it is just more homogenization and conformance. Mm-hmm. And so there's some uh, anger and energy in there as well. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sarah, um, there you go, my dear. And from all that you've shared on the show, Sarah is here quite often. That, that really rang true. <laughs> um, so much love to you, Sarah. Um, Monica from New Zealand said, thank you, gifted, generous ladies. What an interesting and informative call. What a big onion we are collectively. Let's keep <laughs> peeling back the layers, sending uh-huh. wondrous waves of love. Thank you, Monica. Um Kathy from San Jose said, hi, Carrie and Margo. Um, can you please tell me what sabotaging aspect of shadow is preventing me from illuminating my light? Thank you. Kathy in San Jose. Hey, Kathy. Okay. So let's just tune in for you. See how this aspect's relating to the light. So I'm seeing another aspect that's kind of playing with the light, almost like the light's on a swing. It pushes it away, and it comes back, pushes it away, and it comes back. But in kind of this, like, it's playing with it, but I'm not going to actually get in it. So let's just see. Oh, it's like falling off the swing then. So it's uh, a fear of failure. Um, I feel under this, too, another one of that um, fear of being shamed, fear of being humiliated, um, having in the root that actually happened. So let's just trace back this root for you, Kathy. Wow, mother's lineage again. So how far back? Uh, 22 generations is coming through here. Wow, I'm seeing like the literal <laughs> of this. I'm seeing like a little girl on some kind of swing and like just push me higher, push me higher mm. and all this joy and excitement and um gosh I feel like the swing itself like something broke and she fell off and I'm just seeing all the other kids there laughing at her and shaming her and um, her just getting really small. I mean, it was just felt like it was 
so this swinging, this just being open and being present and just life is amazing and she's in so much joy. And then that place leads you to this humiliation and shame, right? So this is a pattern. If I get, you know, too excited about things, if I open myself up to too much joy, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to end up, what, what follows that? is being humiliated and shamed. So why even go mm-hmm. to that high point? Mm, wow, that's powerful. Hm. Yeah. And Claude, thanks, Kathy. Thanks for bringing mm. that through. I think that thanks, Kathy. Quite a few people. Yes, uh, Lisa wrote back in and said, yes, I heard it. Thank you so much. I totally felt that at first when she said the frustration was masked behind something else, the tears started flowing. Mm -hmm. And as she was talking about what happened, it's like I could feel it all, all the emotions from that lifetime, like sadness and feeling forsaken by God. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Now my body is full of chills. Wow. (laughs) Thanks, Lisa, for the feedback. Uh, Janelle wrote back in and said, wow, ding, ding. Thank you so very much. That makes sense with humiliation, especially to go against family dharma. I've been deeply paralyzed to move forward with my light working out of deep fear of humiliation and failure. Um, what a gift you are. So much love and benevolent blessings to you. Thank, Thank you, you, Monica. So, um, wow. Um, I'll do one more. How's that? How does that sound? Sure. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Um, Amy in Canada uh, said, wow. A lot of wows today. <laughs> 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 um, wow, I have a feeling it's all about me, XOXOXO. <laughs> but I'm curious, what sabotaging shadow aspect is most eclipsing my ability to shine my light? Thank you and bless you both. That's Amy in Canada. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Um, let's just see for you what's coming through. It was actually already starting when you were when you were reading the question, Carrie. It's already coming through, Amy. And I'm seeing the ball of light, and I've seen this before in other readings. It's like a steamroller. Like you're going to get steamrolled <laughs> if you were to fully embody your light. So, of course, that's bringing in some fear, but I want to go a little bit deeper in that. Ooh, there's a lot of anger energy in there. Yeah, steamrolled and kind of pinned down is the sense that I'm getting. It's almost like the ball just sitting there and kind of crushing um, crushing this aspect. That's its perception of how it operates. Okay, so past life. 31 past lives ago. Um, what I'm seeing here is you as a man in this life, a young man in this life, um, this feels like a time when the powers that be, um, you know, if you didn't conform, it was a lot of torture. Like I'm, I'm just seeing, um, literally this man kind of being put under a boulder. It's almost like they're lowering it with more and more pressure, like you conform or else kind of thing. And this is supposed to be the divine. Mm -hmm. These are supposed to be people of the light. 
representatives of God that are doing this to me? So fear in there, but also a lot of anger coming through that place in the timeline. And it's almost to the other piece of this is that this aspect, I don't want to be like that. If I fully embody my light, I'm going to be like that. I'm going to be out there crushing other people. So you've got a double bind there. You've got one one part that I'm going to be crushed by the light. It punishes. And the other is I'm going to become the punisher. Mm-hmm. Woo, we'll just let that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, eucalyptus coming in. Eucalyptus, of, it's an essence of Rahu, the, the, the cosmic air with all its color. I mean, eucalyptus, if you see the tree trunks, it's just full of color and all that freshness. And let's just let this breath, this divine breath of eucalyptus move through the container here. Mm-hmm. For, for you, Amy, but for everyone, just opening up those passageways. Really take a nice little deep breath, breathing, breathing out. Just let these energies of Rahu, let this eucalyptus just transform, mm-hmm. transmute through the breath. Let go of some of that. Just fill you up with its light. Feeling the connection as you breathe with that tree energy eucalyptus brings. We know all the trees, right? They breathe out the oxygen. We breathe out the carbon dioxide they breathe in. So there's a synergy. There's a beautiful symbiotic relationship between us and the plant kingdom being feeding that air right into the trees of your lungs, <laughs> the way the, mm-hmm. the pathways go. <sighs> well, that cleanse and clear. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and for those of you um, that did not get a reading, if you would like one on Sunday, just a reminder, Marco, what time will the the call be on Sunday for additional um, complimentary readings? Mm-hmm. It'll be 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, whatever that converts to. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, Oh, One p.m. Pacific is um, that's three central, four eastern on Sunday. Yeah. So, um, should we tell them the little phrase to put in if they want? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So if you've purchased the program already, just and but you didn't get a reading, just put in purchased already. You're uh, just that's just a beautiful like thank you, thank you for investing in the program. Uh, something I really believe in, that's beautiful. So as a thank you, you're kind of at the top priority. And then Eclipse Alchemy. You've listened to this call and been able to partake and and brought your energy into the container um, Mm -hmm. as my thank you. Just put in Eclipse Alchemy when you ask your reading question. Don't worry about spelling or anything, right? I'll know. And um, (laughs) and then that will be the next priority, you know, and I'll I'll work my way through as many as I can on that call. Yes, thank you for doing that. And for those of you, that link for these additional complimentary readings for Sunday with Margo will be in your replay email. Um, 
And then on Thursday, I usually do a recap of shows, so and information, I'll put it in there as well. I'll put it in our weekend emails, too, um, so you have the opportunity to join in. And, uh, mm-hmm. Margo, thank you for all of the wonderful readings that you provided. There was thank a lot you. of energy moving through <laughs> for the entire group. <laughs> and... Uh, was was certainly on my end supporting with some energy movement so hopefully you mm-hmm. all um received um value from your time with us t- uh today margo before we say goodbye is there anything else that you want to highlight about the offerings you know the the workshop the master class the full package for those who are really considering it and you know anything else you want to share on that yeah, I think I think just with the feedback we've had, you've got a chance to see already how powerful even just getting the readings is. And just imagine if we're going, you know, each step, we get to kind of dig through those layers and also get that support for what is that next action step for you that you can be successful with, right? Because that builds, that builds up your light, it builds up your confidence, it builds up your being in that integrity and congruence with your divine nature. So, um, yeah, these beautiful energies, the reason I love Rahu and Ketchu, you know, they represent this serpent, snake, dragon energy. And you think about how it moves through the cycles, right? It it moves actually back and forth to move Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It speaks to the cycles that we have to go through, but also the snake, it sheds its skin. So we talk about peeling the layers of the onion, but you can also think about it as like we're shedding those old skins that we've been wearing. They're heavy. Letting those go. One by Lighten one. Lighten up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we can step more into being again yeah. ourselves. And they also teach us about the positive aspects of being in this world of duality and polarity. Oneness can't learn about oneness unless you go through duality. So there is a yeah. bigger picture there in balancing that. Um, and we'll talk more about that in the master classes and so on. But yeah, thank you everyone for being here. If it resonates with you, I hope to see you in the program. And um, for everyone, yeah, just so many blessings to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to read a few more comments that came in. Amy wrote back in from Canada and said, thank you. Oh, my God, a lot of cleansing and clearing, tears of relief and gratitude. Namaste. Thank you, Amy, for the feedback. Karina Kay said, I hear a lot of wows. And she said, after the program, so much wow. I'm starting to see a rebirth. Blessings to all. Thank you, Karina. Um, Thank you, uh sherry said such a revealing call so much love and light to all thank you sherry uh kathy from san jose said thank you so much i really appreciate the information resonate uh with that fear of humiliation and shame for joy yeah kathy i'm glad that you received that um um yeah thank you for all of your blessings and your uh, messages everyone um and Margo, thank you just for the gift of, you know, everything that you brought forth. And um, I love our time together. It's always yeah, illuminating, fun <laughs> at the same time, 
even when it's deep and, and I can mm-hmm. feel the movement, um, that can be quite intense at times, these things that yeah. come up. Um, you do so with such, um, strength and grace and beauty. So thank you, Margo. And, thank um, you. Yeah, thank you. And to everyone who's joined us or who will join us, um, thank you for the gift of your presence, your time, your willingness, your openness, your love, your presence today. It is such an honor and a gift to have you with us. You're welcome to continue right in and let us know how you're doing. Notice what stood out for you, what shifted for you, notice what feels different or what what you're ready to transform and expose, you know, in terms of these uh, sabotaging patterns. And then just let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings flow to you. Open, open, open to receive the benefits of everything that has been ignited within you and within this sacred circle today. Remember that awareness allows for alchemy. You're a sacred being, a creator being, a multidimensional master of light. It's time to claim that and really consider these wonder offerings, wonderful offerings from Margot uh, to support you in really claiming and embodying your light. So just remember you're brilliant, resilient, dearly loved. You're not alone. Thank you. Um, for joining us on another soulful adventure today. I am sending crystalline rainbow waves of new earth grace and glory and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it. Please offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, Take flight, beautiful beacons of light. I'll see you back here in this playground of light again tomorrow. Uh, Bye, everyone. Bye.